I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, bind, Binding, dot com. That was sounding that was so such a good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Happy ah, Friday. Oh. I think I got cut off. Okay. Let me, try, let me try again. Okay. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Okay. Well, if she didn't get cut off, you just heard Haley say Happy Friday, Lit Sisters twice. And you know what? That's normally my job, but I will, you know, give it to you. It's totally fine. I was trying to jump in there because I feel like you always jump I, in. I do and I, jump I, in. I wanted to try. Hey, you know, that's fair. We, we used to take turns. I know. But then it became too hard to remember. So, so then you just took over? Well, yeah, well, because sometimes when we're apart, um, when we connect via oh, yeah. the way that we yeah. do it on Anchor, um, I am like the host and you're like the guest. And so I usually say, Happy Friday, Lit Sisters, to let you know. Mm-hmm that you've connected and we're starting yep. so yep. but we're not doing it apart today no nope. we're together, we're together. so and we are here as promised to give you our ranking of ruth Ware's novels after our two weeks ago book review of the it girl yes and so if you guys have not listened to that i think you need to go back and listen to it or just make sure you listen to it after this one because we definitely give some good deep dive information and about the book and our thoughts and some spoilers so I think it would help give you a good rough idea as to maybe why we each place it the way the way we do, mm-hmm. um, and we don't know each other's rankings, no, so we've not discussed it. But if you're kind of like maybe you're wanting to read it or you haven't or you've read some of her other stuff, like obviously this is these are our opinions. Mm-hmm. Like some of my friends are like, oh, I love this specific one. Oh, I did not like this one. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, that's my favorite. Or, ooh, I didn't like that. So, like, totally up to you guys. But Ruth Ware has been around for quite some time now with writing thriller novels. And she, um, we actually got on her, like, jumped on her bandwagon, like, within her second novel. Yeah, it was a very long time ago. Yeah, it was within her second book, which is The Woman in Cabin 10. And Um, then there was only In a Dark, Dark Wood prior yes. that she had written and ever since then we've been on top of it and she has seven full-length novels out now so as you can see we've been fans of hers for quite a while i think probably since 2017 mm-hmm. um so it's been many many years um we'll always be big ruth Ware fans and that is why we're here to provide to you our ranking of her current books um after having read her most recent one Yes. Do you want to start? I think we've done starting at the bottom. I and believe then we should top. stop at the start at the bottom. Okay, cool. And so there are. You said seven. There's she seven. does have like a little novella called Snowflakes. Yes, but we've not that, read that. No, we have not. It came out in twenty twenty, and I think it was kind of associated with her book One by One, or it mm-hmm. might be a separate thing. I don't remember because her One by One book is like a snow theme. Very snowy. Yeah. But we're just going to be ranking her full length novels because those are what we were, we've read and not including and trust us we won't we're not gonna go through 
too much detail every single time. That's a lot of books to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we go. So with book seven, what one is your seventh rank? So my seventh rank of Ruth Ware's novels is The Lying Game. Wow. Okay, give us a little synopsis of that, and then we'll move on. Okay, so The Lying Game, from what I can remember. So it's, it is about, it's like a, it's two kind of timelines. Um, one in the past and one in the present which is kind of similar to the it girl which recently came out but i just think that this one doesn't do as great of a job of the dual timelines i think that Um, was her third one wasn't it her third novel it was her third novel um and what the lion game is is it has like four close friends who were friends at like a boarding school i think over by like over by like the ocean in like southeastern or southwestern england Ruth Ware is English, so all of her books are there. Um, and, like, something happened that kind of, like, t- tore them all apart in their friendships. Um, and then years later, they reunite and revisit that fateful night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get flashbacks all the time to, like, them when they were in, you know, when they were teenagers. And there are a couple ed- extra added people in their lives that you can tell had potentially something to do with this fateful night and there's like um sorry to cut out you're good but there's also like um there's like secrets that are Mm -hmm. revealed kind of as as like you are in the past and present like jumping back and forth like Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out what happened and Mm -hmm. why and what these secrets are and stuff like that um so i think again i read it a super long time ago but for me it's always been very low ranking um, I just didn't like the twist. I didn't like, there was like a specific element about it that I'm not going to go into detail for because I don't want to like spoil anything, but there's like a specific element that like when this, this, there's a trope in it. And when this trope is in books, I really cannot rank the book very high. It's a bothersome trope it for you. It does bother me a ton. And actually I looked back, I haven't ranked any of her books lower than four stars, um, but like, I have definitely changed my ranking system. I probably, if I went back, I would change this to a three star, um, in my current ranking system, but none of them at the time that I read them, I have ranked ever lower than four star, but this one for me just didn't deliver in the way that her other books did. And again, it had this like trope that I really, really don't like. And that I think was a part of like the main twist. And I think that. I just don't like that stuff in books. And so if that wasn't even in the book, there wouldn't really be much shocking information in it. So that was kind of where I decided to lay my ranking. Okay. I see you're pulling up Ruth Ware. Are you trying to see what you ranked? Yeah, I'm trying to see what my rankings were. Anything lower than a four star? Let me see. We're also out for a beautiful, nice walk with my cute puppy. With Haley's cute puppy. If so, you guys didn't know, her name is Nymphadora. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Potter. She turned to look at us when you said her full name, which is hilarious because she never hears her full name. I've been saying it more often. Do you call her Nymph- Nymphadora? She didn't look at me. Mm-hmm. How dare she? Okay, I did give something a three star. And is it the one that you've ranked seventh? It is the one I ranked seventh. Okay. Let me double check. My goodness. Yep. Okay. Okay. So for my seventh, it is my lowest ranking. The turn of the key. Yeah, I figured that would be it. 
So turn of the key, which I actually was like kind of back and forth maybe with that and line game kind of, but I went with my gut. I think this one is my gut because I enjoyed, there was parts of it that I enjoyed. So this is about like a girl who, um, starts to like, doesn't she like start to nanny for yes, she, this family? Like she becomes a nanny for this family with their two young girls and they'd been like going through nannies and they couldn't stick around. Yeah. And so there's some like quote unquote kind of paranormal stuff that happens, but you find out really what's behind all of it. But it starts off and she's like writing a letter from like prison as she's been like mm-hmm. convicted of something that I'm not going to yes. say. And so you think it's going to be like, oh, this is like flashbacks and you're going to get like more letter writing and story. And but it literally like you get to the meat of the, the book and you just forget that she because she's treating the story as if it's a letter. Yes. But she doesn't write it that way very often. Like, you get little snippets of her being like, well, of course, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I was very hesitant to blah, blah, blah. Like, she throws in little, like, side comments. But besides that, um, it's it doesn't really feel like... It doesn't really feel like she's writing letters. Maybe it should have been, like, broken up more instead of big chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind the reason behind everything and I didn't mind the actual like ending. Mm-hmm. I did it. I thought it was I thought it was clever. clever. Mm-hmm. Um but the reason I have to give it the three star or my seventh ranking is because I think it just it just was a little bit let down in like how it was set up. Uh-huh. It just if it had been set up differently, I don't think I would rank it as low, but because it was set up in this specific style or like, oh, this is kind of what you're going to be stepping into. And then it didn't continue with it. It didn't, deliver didn't really deliver in that way. But it delivered in other ways. Like all of her books are solid to me. Mm-hmm. But obviously some we preferred over others. But yeah, that's Turn of the Key for me. Okay. So piggybacking off of Turn of the Key, that is my sixth one. Ooh. I personally believe that Turn of the Key... So Turn of the Key... By Ruth Ware and Lock Every Door by Riley Sager came out at the same time. The same, like, time, month, I The think. same month. Do you get them confused? I, I don't. I actually have never gotten them confused. Um, I always remember whose title is whose. I always remember what they're about. But I think that was the... Th- not, not the first, the first time. bad summer for three. But it was the first, like, it was the first time that both of them had, like, not a good book. And so I think in my brain, I dislike Lock Every Door more than I dislike mm-hmm, Turn of the Key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but I associate Turn of the Key with this negative Uh, experience. But when I was like reflecting and making my list, I was like, you know what? It isn't actually that bad. I did really like the thriller. I did really like the, like the, the twist. I kind of liked the way it like led me on to believe one thing. And then it was another thing. Um, I did appreciate that like better than the Lion Game. Mm -hmm. And I think because Lion Game had that ridiculous trope in it that I dislike, um, it was much more easier for me to choose Turn of the Key for sixth. Again, it's not Ruth Ware's best work. I think you're right with, like, the letter writing stuff, and it could have been written a ton better. And I would say that, like, the vast majority of the plot line is rather dull, except for, like, these creepy little things and then the explanation. Mm-hmm. Those are like, whoa. Wow. That's crazy. Um, but... 
like all the other little things in there like the characters are not super interesting the parents of the kids are like annoying Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily always like a I gotta finish it like unput downable book Mm -hmm. Um, but I still definitely think that it was better executed in my opinion than the lion game okay well, my six is Lion Game. This is easy then. So, yeah. We, I mean, we've already talked about it. I agree with what you're saying. The trope that you're talking about doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you, but it's not, like, awesome. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, It Girl, just a smidge of, like, these college friends and there's something that goes wrong and there's, like, this one girl. I feel like there's always, like, one girl that always yeah. is, like, the crazy one or pushes things over the edge or whatever. I don't know who that one is in a dark, dark book. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I just I, – I don't think it's one of my favorites, um, but – I didn't like, I didn't mind it that much. So I don't know. Okay. What's your, what's your, um, four, no, five. Fifth, my five. fifth one. So my fifth one is going to be it girl. Me too. No way. Okay, yeah. great. Well, we can talk about it together then. Well, we talked about it a lot during the review. That is true. So if you want more in depth ideas of our thoughts on it girl, you can go back and listen to our book review. I'll briefly say for me, this is when five to me is not bad. Like five and up to me are like decent books that I would probably recommend to people. Yeah. Um, it Girl has a lot of dark academia. It's more mystery than thriller, which is a little bit different. And it had a, a little bit of a different writing style than I think I'm accustomed to with Ruth Ware. Um, we ta- you talked about this before, but it wasn't as necessarily like, like something is happening in like a short amount of time. A short amount of time and like you're potentially in danger and like blah blah blah. Like that is very common in her other books to be like, okay, like something is happening ASAP and it needs to be solved, but this is more of like looking back at a former mystery that was potentially solved, but uh potentially not. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think that just it felt a little bit more like a little like Nancy Drew investigative yeah. story. Yeah. Um which is a little bit different than Ruth Rare. <laughs> writes normally um so I don't think it like is necessarily as good as four through one for me but it's definitely for me not like a six or a seven yeah I get that I'm not gonna go into much detail or anything but it is a it was my five and everything you said was totally accurate for me as well really liked the mystery elements of it um And I liked the length that was a little bit longer, but there wasn't that like, I can't stop turning the page because there's, Mm -hmm. you know, a killer on the loose and whatever. Um, But it was still really well done. It just felt very mature. Let's just say that. A mature writing book. Writing book. (laughs) And I almost like, we've talked about this before that like the main character of the story was pregnant in it. And I almost like looked up to see if Ruth Ware potentially recently had a baby. And if like that inspired her to like, do that in her story because I said before I didn't really think that like the character's pregnancy was like important to the book very much but I was like I wonder if like if she went through this in her life and she was thinking to herself like well what kind of story you know can I put a pregnant character in here and that's why like there's a little bit more of like what was going on in her current life even if it wasn't as applicable to the story and the mystery I was like oh I wonder if like Ruth Ware is going through like her own like life transition but I didn't actually look into that so might not be accurate. I should. All right. So going into my number four is In a Dark, Dark Wood. Wow. So I'm guessing that's not your number four. No. So I'll go into In a Dark, Dark Wood. I thought about ranking this third, 
but I trusted myself when I ranked it and rated it. Mm-hmm. And I this is my last four star. Oh, okay. One, three through one are five stars. So I felt, even though I felt like it potentially should have been higher than a different book, I trusted how I had rated it before and went with that. So, in Dark Dark Wood, we had a really long time ago, but help me with the plot. Um, it's like a bachelorette weekend in a cabin in the woods. And there is like a knock on the door or someone like they open the door and there is a like person, right? Like at their doorstep. Oh, apparently that's in a different language. Oh, I Haley was trying pulled... to pull it up and it was like in a random language. Hilarious. Let's find our, let's find an English one. Oh my gosh. That's also in like Romanian or something. There we okay. go. So it says, in a dark, dark wood, Nora hasn't seen Claire for 10 years. Not since Nora walked out of school one day and never went back. There was a dark, dark house until out of the blue, an invitation to Claire's Hendo, which is a bachelorette party, arrives. Is this a chance for Nora to finally put her past behind her? In the dark, dark house, there is a dark, dark room, but something goes wrong, very wrong. In the dark, dark room, some things can't stay secret forever. It's not a great description of what happens. No. But anyway, really. like, a there is a person who looks like they have been beaten up right that shows up or they someone someone shows up to the party and gets injured Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway the big thing is like what happened to this person and it looks back at the past again some flashbacks to try and understand what could possibly have led to this specific person being targeted on this specific weekend um and so i think the premise is very interesting i think that the atmosphere is great it is a very dark atmosphere. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And it really, like, solidified to me. It was the second Ruth where I read. Really solidified to me that, ooh, I like this lady's writing. Mm-hmm. I would like to read more of her stories. And I was a really big fan of it. Um, I think I potentially... I don't even know why I potentially gave it four stars. Unless maybe it, it was the pacing. I gave it four stars, too. In my head, I remember, like, loving it. I, me too. And so that's why I'm, like, I'm wondering why I did four-star because I definitely obviously didn't rank it in a fourth spot. I ranked it higher than that. Mm -hmm. But I have my thing in a fourth. My fourth position is a five. Mm. So I think everything on up besides Dark Dark Wood is five except this. But I, off of my own memory, I think I enjoyed it more than maybe I actually did. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's the same thing. It's like, I was like, I'm just going to trust how I ranked it before. But I really think I potentially like it better than what I put in the third spot based on my own memory. But there could be something that we're forgetting about that made us both rate it four stars. There could be. So, but that's, I just really liked the atmosphere. I really liked the story. And I really liked, like, the twist. I think that, like, that's what sticks in my head the most. Yeah. All right, what's your fourth? My fourth is Death of Mrs. Westaway. Okay. And this one is about a girl who pretends to be like a fortune teller for her living and is down on her luck with money and gets like a random letter in the mail that was I think addressed to her mom or to her I think it's to her Mm -hmm. that's like hey you just inherited this estate or something she like has a like there's gonna be a will reading I think or she actually inherited something um and this is like this family that she has never known about there's nothing she she just thought that she was all alone out there. Mm-hmm. And so she is like, okay, well, they've obviously got this wrong. I'm not the person they're looking for. Um, 
but I'm pretty good at reading people and lying for my job. So she was like, maybe I should just go to this gathering and pretend to be who they think I am. Mm-hmm. And she's like certain that it's wrong. She's confident. Like mm-hmm. they must have like a different, like the name is like, they must've done the research of like, this is the same name, but like got the address wrong. But she's like, maybe I can pretend to be this person and get this money and That's all this stuff. One. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in the end, you know, there's lots of twists and fun things that happen. Um, but I would say this one wasn't like my absolute favorite of hers. Obviously it's a four, um, it's in the fourth spot, but I do think there is something really well crafted about it. I liked the ending and like just kind of how everything comes about. She kind of like becomes friends with one of the people there and, they kind of like partner together on stuff, but then there's like some secrets that have been revealed, like hidden from the past and all this stuff. It's just really, and then it's like the whole time you're thinking like, is she going to be found out? So that's kind of fun. Um, can she pull this off? So yeah, there's a lot of good things about it, but it just wasn't like mind blowing to me. Like, wow, like I just, wow, that was crazy. Um, but it definitely is still solid for me. So, Death of Mr. Westway is my number three. Oh, okay. Well, so, again, I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, maybe, I think maybe I just remember more of In a Dark, Dark Wood than Death of Mr. Westway. I will say this about Death of Mr. Westway. I think it was the first time we, potentially the first time we read a Ruth Ware book at the same time. Oh, really? Because I remember us, like, at your house, like, in your backyard, starting it together and getting super excited and being like, oh, what if it's this? What if it's that? And, like, doing, like, theories back and forth to each other. Um, and so I think potentially we both really just enjoyed the experience yeah. of reading the book. And then I think personally it was the first time I remember that I felt like Ruth Ware's books felt like it was like artfully crafted. Yes. The story felt like she, she I mean, she always dots her I's and crosses her T's um, in her recent just, books. But The this calligraphy is, of some of them are nicer than others. Yes. This is, I think, the first one where I really felt like she, like... Like, it, I don't know. It's almost like she didn't even make it up. Like, she was just telling the story of something that happened because in my head, I remember thinking, like, all of this, like, matches and, like, goes together well and it all makes sense. Like, that it was really, like, a puzzle coming together mm-hmm. instead of, like, a plot line in one direction. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, we're putting together pieces. pieces of a story. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I thought it was interesting, too, because there are points where you potentially think that someone knows that she is, is lying. lying. Yeah. Because, like, there will be things that happen to her only. Like, there's this one scene that I always remember um, that had to do with a nail. Oh, yes. And that was this moment. There's this moment where something happens with a nail, and you think, oh, my gosh, she, someone knows. She's going to get like found out. Hammer. Yes. Like a hammer nail. Um, and so I remember thinking and reading that. I mean, like, oh my gosh. And like suspended because like you kind of want her to succeed in this like swindling. Like you kind of want her to get win out and get away with it. Because you like root for her. Um, and she kind of has like a troubled past. And so I just think as the book continued on. I just remembered feeling like it was multi-layered versus I feel like in my head, I remember in a dark, dark wood, it feels a little bit more like one note. Mm-hmm. I love it, but I feel like there's just one specific thing about in dark, dark wood that I loved, yeah. but it, the death of Mr. Westway, I think that the story just really like wrapped itself up 
wrapped mm-hmm. itself up really well and like had a lot of like layers to it deeper than just like one specific thing yeah so do you want to say your three or should i say my that three? is my three. Oh, that was your three that's my three was that my three that was your four. Oh, okay so now i have to do my three yes you do my three is any guesses what do you think i think it's gonna be one by one yes ma'am called it such a good one though mm-hmm. um one by one is about <laughs> this company this like tech company that goes on like a ski trip in the alps mm-hmm. french alps french alps and they um are trying to go for like a retreat there's supposed to be like a big reveal that happens like some big stuff that happens for the company and for people who work there and and for like the owners and all the all the important people are coming for this like announcement and like fun getaway trip yep and then something goes wrong there is an avalanche Mm -hmm. and with said avalanche comes no electricity and lack of power well lack of power is no electricity and like just limited accessibility but there's also something else. Someone has gone missing. Mm-hmm. And then, one by one... Another person dies. Other people... Someone goes... Someone dies. Someone dies. And then someone else dies. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking this is an Agatha Christie, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is inspiration from that. And she she knows that as well. Um, but it's just super well-crafted. I, I There's like a few scenes that I specifically remember and being like oh my gosh that's so creepy Mm -hmm. or stuff like that and so like and it's a really interestingly crafted book as well because Mm -hmm. not to be like a spoiler but like you kind of learn who the bad guy is a little bit earlier than usual Mm -hmm. it makes me think a little bit of um the no exit book oh yes yeah 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 where it becomes like where it's like you learn who the bad guy is and then it becomes yes the survival Element. element there's like yes. this just a heightened which is so exciting. yeah survival that you have to work through so super well done and i very much enjoyed it a lot okay so my number two is one by one <laughs> so i love one by one i almost put it as my number one because i loved it so much because you if you tell me it's a book where multiple characters are trapped in one location and they slowly begin to die i'm there there's only been one time that i've read a book like that and i absolutely hated it and it was reckless girls by rachel hawkins she did it terribly yeah it was not well done it was not well written at all so for me one by one it's one of my absolute favorite books because it introduces like this time like time is ticking down like you're trapped in a location and it's snow so like and very cold and like they're trapped in this little like Hut, like hut like hotel lodge thing mm-hmm. that's all on their own that was just for their company and the people that own it and so like when people are going missing or people are dying it's over this super short amount of time like it's like within just a few hours all of a sudden all of this is happening mm-hmm. and you're like what is what is even the motive why is this happening is this coincidence oh wait it's not like mm-hmm. trying to figure out that and then again like getting an idea of who and the killer is there's an extra is. twist i feel like there's an extra little twist in there as well i i think so yes i think so and then it's i like was skiing say, yes yeah um and i think just like the ending was very like captivating 
I think the whole book, I remember just sitting there and there is like this specific moment. Um, and I can like talk more in detail about it with Haley, but, um, there's like this moment where you realize who is doing it Mm -hmm. and it chilled me to my bone, the description of how you come to realize it. I, it still stops me. I stopped walking. It stops me in my tracks when I think about it. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it really like surprised me. And again, like, I think I read it like close to no exit or like in the same year. So like, I just like, and I loved no exit. So a lot of these elements of like, now you are surviving on your own. And I feel like it even comes at the very end of like, Mm -hmm. it's like. Are they actually, is, is there actually going to be someone to come and help yes. them? You like, do wonder, they... you do question if anyone is going to make it out mm-hmm. alive. Uh, it is, sorry, I cut you off, but it's not, I mean, I'm done. it is just, it's so good. It is so good. I love it. It really is like almost tied for first. Wow. Because it really like, it is, it had every trope that I love. Yeah. Every single trope. Yep. Um, amazing. It, one of Ruth Ware's best work, I would say. Yeah, it was so good. And we're big skiers. Yes. So that was fun to be able to read a book about skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my number two is going to be obvious. Yep. Dark, Dark Wood. Yeah, of course. Because I think there's a lot of nostalgia for me behind it. I think, like you said, yeah. like my one and two are literally like the order I first read Ruth Ware ever. <laughs> and so I have this like, just, just like nostalgia and like pride mm-hmm. of like, I have to rank these higher, you know, because like these are the ones that got me introduced mm-hmm. or like these are the ones I have very fond memories yeah. of or like they really helped introduce me to this world yeah. and of like thriller and mystery and what all what what all that entails and stuff like that. So in the Dark Dark Wood, I think for me, it was like one of the darker books I had read at the time. Yeah, it is very And dark. so it just captivated me and it was very suspenseful and there was just so much to it that um, I, I don't really know why I didn't give it a five star, but I also was a pretty big stickler in my ratings back then. So a solid four. Reading a novelist that you would love forever. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think for me it was more so just um, like I rarely gave out five stars. So when I was ranking this as a four, I wonder if it could now be worthy of something higher. Yeah. Or if it was, it could be a 4.5 or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. So, we talked about that one a good amount. And, obviously, we both have the same number one. Yes. So, our number one is Woman The Woman in Cabin, Cabin 10. 10. So, that's our very first Ruth Ware we ever read. Both of us, right? Yes. Yes. So, first ever Ruth Ware book. We read, I remember I read this one shortly after I read The Woman on, The Girl on the Train. And there, I was like, there were so many the girl, the girl books, the woman, and I was like, this one's girl. the woman, <laughs> the woman in cabin ten. Um, we can both talk about it, but I just know that. So the premise of it is there's this journalist who is going on. I still remember so many details of this book. A journalist that's going on this Nordic cruise there to interview like some of the very like famous people that are on this cruise and to just like write about it and like the experience. The experience. Um, because it was, like, this brand new, like, cruise ship and this new cruise line and stuff like that. So, you know, just trying to get her big break. And there are some, like, famous people on board. And she is just, this, like, this spunky, like, girl. I don't know. I always loved her as a character. And the very first night, I believe, 
um, she is, like, out on her, like, balcony of her stateroom. And she, like, looks over and she sees someone falling out of their balcony into the water below. And, like, like a scream. And a scream. And she's like, oh, my gosh, someone's overboard. And I don't know. I can't remember if she alerts someone right then or. I think she tries to. Yeah. But then the morning comes and they're like, okay, well, we'll make, like, they say, like, well, we'll do a count and make sure everyone's accounted for. Morning comes, all the passengers are accounted for and all the staff is accounted for. And they tell her no one has gone overboard. And she feels like she is going crazy because she knows. She knows what she saw. And so she kind of puts on a little, like, Hercule Poirot hat and starts to interview people. And this is what I loved. It felt so Agatha Christie because she interviews people, gets their alibis, like writes down all this information. Her own detective work. Her own detective work and tries to piece together the puzzle of what happened to this person. I've seen what Mm -hmm. I saw and that'd be true. Yeah. Yet Mm -hmm. there still be everyone here. Yes. And who who is then missing and what happened to them and why? So that's that, that, that's it's a it's a beautiful book. So Super well crafted. I loved it because I remember there was this kind of climax point, and I'd already loved it so much. I'd already loved so much of the book, and I loved the investigative detective work, but also feeling like kind of on the edge of my seat of like, is this going to happen to somebody else? Like, who is this person out here? Who is that person that's gone? And just wanting to know the answers just as much as the main character did, and. I remember we get to this climax point and it's kind of like, not like a, kind of like a chase scene. I don't know. Like you, you kind of think you know what's going on and she's trying, everything's kind of coming to a head. And I remember thinking to myself, this is anything I've ever wanted in a thriller right now. (laughs) Like this is absolutely perfect. Perfect. And I still consider it one of the best thrillers I've ever read in my life. Me too. Um, It was just absolutely beautifully written. Ruth Ware's best work, obviously. Um, not to think that, not to say that she's gotten worse over time. I think she's just gotten different, but it is still always going to be for me the best book she's written. Yeah, I I love it so much. Um, definitely, just unique in it in when it was even written mm-hmm. as well. Like when all of these books were coming out, like this was kind of like before this genre really was taking off. Yeah, it was like something that was like, wow, this is. This is captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember telling everyone, like, you got to read this book. Um, but, yeah, no, I think you summed it up amazingly. Definitely agree with everything you said. My, obviously, my number one as well. Um, five star, just all the things. And there's also the nostalgia, but also it is it stands on its own without the nostalgia as yeah. well. Do you think that if we had read this book later after having read other thrillers, do you think we'd still like it as much? Because you said it was a kind of standout for its time. I think we have seen people try to do something similar, but I think the specific detective work she tries to do really mm-hmm. makes it stand out on its own, yeah. to be honest. I will say I it's don't... It's not just, like, a random girl who gets thrown into a situation. It's, like, a journalist, like, someone who actually kind of knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. trying to be sneaky. Like, I definitely think it would still be up there for me. I don't know if it would be, like, absolute favorite, mm-hmm. but I definitely think it'd be up there. I definitely think that it has elements like the investigativeness like you said like she's an actual journalist she knows what questions to ask um and she knows what to pay attention to i think that those elements really help create it to be bigger and i would say that just popped in my head the only other book that it's not a journalist but the only other book that comes in my brain 
as kind of having some of the similar feelings is A Flicker in the Dark by mm. Stacey Willingham. I feel like it gives me these similar feelings as I felt when I read Woman in Cabin 10. I don't know why, but it just like popped in my head. Mm. But I, I will always love Woman in Cabin 10. So, so good. All right. So there we go. That is our ranking of Ruth Ware's seven novels so far. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Would you ever reread any of them, Haley? Probably. Which ones? Mm, let me think about it. I think I would maybe do Woman in Cabin 10 again. Mm-hmm. And maybe In a Dark, Dark Wood again. Yeah, just to, those like, remember. I, yeah, just to, like, refresh. Yeah, those ones are so good. Yeah, Um I feel like I would definitely read one by one again just because of the feeling, even though I know what happens. Yeah. And definitely in Dark Dark Wood just because I, I want to know if I would rank it differently now. Yeah. That's good. So, Haley, what are you reading right now? What are you reading? Hopefully um, we're reading the same thing. <laughs> hopefully we're reading the same thing, which would be, hopefully at this point, The Retreat by Sarah Pierce. Yes. We have quite a few busy weeks coming up, and we are pre-recording this one. Um, so hopefully... Where we will be is at the retreat with Sarah Pierce. But mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe we've already passed that one. Or maybe yeah. we're still stuck on one prior to that. Who knows? But mm-hmm. um, that is hopefully the goal. And that is actually the second book of the sanatorium, which I think we did talk about. I think we did. Um, so hopefully we are reading that. We both have copies of it from our local libraries. We're going to check out um, what well, we have checked out. Um, but we're going to check out by reading. <laughs> and um, hopefully it lives up to the sanatorium standard because... It was set pretty high. It was. So really looking forward to see if Sarah Pierce will become kind of a new thriller author author to kind of be on the lookout. She's kind of like thriller mystery. So it'd be really nice to get more of those because then there's just more books. She's like another detective. I know. So exciting. So hopefully that's what we're reading right now. But regardless, hopefully we're reading something fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. (laughs) 